Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra show. It is the Brian and Kendra show. I won. I'll be quiet. <laughs> You're like, we've been doing this for 570,000 episodes, and finally you get to come in first. Well, in good first. job, Kendra. Way to that's go. Also, Way to be a winner. That's why we own the Kendra and Brian show.com. <laughs> She said it too many times, so we had to buy the dang domain name. I'm glad you mentioned. <laughs> Somebody asked me about that the other day. Why is it still the Brian and Kendra show? Isn't it supposed to be the Kendra and Brian show? As a funny story. <laughs> it is. Kind of. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad that you said that because mm -hmm. I don't know if everybody knows, but we have all these fun things that knows you can that listen you run the show? No, they know. Oh, okay, they know. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. that's not what yeah. I meant. Most people know that. <laughs> I haven't learned it yet. Got it. What they don't know is that I really do know that you're the boss and I really do respect that. And thank you for signing my paychecks. Oh, you're okay. Um, things have been so much better since you started that online deposit. <laughs> All right. I don't know how many times one can go to the bank and they say your boss has to sign this or it doesn't work. All right. Anyway, I don't know if everybody knows, but you can actually listen to us in case this isn't enough. More than more than once. Like you can listen and watch the show. Repeat, repeat. I know repeat. over and over and over. On any podcast um platform that you use. So mm -hmm. I use the Apple Podcast, but um a friend of mine I think uses I don't know really what she uses, but she's she's got an Android, so she listens to it on something different. Yep. Um but we also have the Brian and Kendra Show dot com and the Kendra and Brian Show dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is that people don't know how to spell Kendra. It's K-I-N-D-R-A. That's yep. Yesterday my husband had a little procedure and he was a little loopy on the drugs and um which is fun, I might just add. But he said, Oh no, I almost spelled your name wrong. I almost spelled it K-I-N-D-R-A. And I said, Well, babe, that's actually right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Brian and Kendra show.com with the K-I-N-D-R-A. You can listen to us on podcast. Um, you can watch the Facebook Live. That's always on our Facebook as well. But It's on I, radio. I'm getting there. Sorry, I'm not in control. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on 107.3, will you please text me and just, just radio, just say radio. Let us know that you hear us there because... Like sometimes I get sad because I think it really is just my mom, your mom, and 10 other people. Mm -hmm. And it would really help us to know for sure that we have some people that are listening to mm -hmm. us on the radio. So 580-216-0090. Um, I almost gave you my daughter's number. <laughs> that would have been fun, been wouldn't awesome. it? Awesome. <laughs> All these people that are texting me radio. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, listen to us on all those different things. But this is The Brian mm -hmm. and Kendra Show, where we are going to give you some practical tips and valuable insights. About real estate in a small, small market. market. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So another fun story that I read in the NAR magazine. Okay. Okay. This realtor was saying that they were showing a property. I think this will make you think of something. Whenever they walked in, the first thing that they saw on their left was like a human-sized lizard statue. In a man's overcoat. Okay. And the buyers wouldn't go in. The buyers would not look at it because of that bizarre statue. What did wow. it make you think of? Giraffe? Oh, yeah. We have Man, the, we had these but, yeah. awesome sellers that had this totally cool giraffe. Like, Nathan is shaking his head because he did the photogra photographs for us. I was shocked. It is like, shocking. What? <laughs> I said, is that real? So yeah. real. It's so cool. But I got kind of tickled a couple of different things. One, I don't 
think most buyers are so finicky that they can't look at the house because the statue is kind mm-hmm. of funky. I think most people know that that's personal property. Right. It is probably a good reminder to our sellers that if you have some kind of mm-hmm. out there decorations, you might need to take them down. You like, have to depersonalize a little bit. It stinks. I know we hate it, but but, <laughs> but sometimes you have to do those kinds of things. You're not supposed to write things during the show that will get me in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Just don't, just don't, just don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. So today, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about 10 challenges for homeowners. You're not even on the right page. That's awesome. All right, so last show we talked about how 10 challenges for home buyers, and actually it wasn't even 10 challenges. And we may we not end like, up with 10 challenges today either. I think yeah, we had seven. Seven. Which is fun. We're going to do six-ish challenges. <laughs> We're going to tell you a few challenges that we see for go. homeowners. Because there's a difference. Like, there's mm-hmm. a challenge to get into the home. But then once you're in the home, sometimes you go, oh, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And I'm not talking about decorating. <laughs> You have a good story. When you purchased your current home, um, you didn't do a home inspection. And we kind of have oh. laughed about that because you and I actually don't do a lot of home inspections on our personal properties, even though we know we should. We should. We're kind of like specific. Like I knew on my little house, which I love so much, mm-hmm. I knew I needed to have the roof checked and I was right to do that. And I'm so glad that we sent a roofer over. Yep. I'm so glad they didn't fall through the roof at that point. Yeah. But the roofer did. <laughs> Later on, they did, didn't they? Okay, anyway, all that to say, um, you didn't do a home inspection. And whenever yeah. whenever you moved in, you found some things that ended up costing quite a bit more money than you had anticipated when you were doing you, – you, it wasn't really a remodel. You were going to complete some projects. Yep. And you ended up having to redo some projects in order to do your projects. Yep. So the guy wired the house himself. It was incorrect. So we spent $9,000 pulling every plug-in out of the house and verifying that it was wired correctly. Um, labeling every plug because um, the wiring wasn't done like a normal person would think it should be done. So they just linked plugs to different plugs, maybe not in the same room. So you shut a breaker off thinking, oh, I shut all the electricity off in this bedroom and it actually shows the power off next door. It's weird. Um, I mean, so it's we, fun. It's kind of fun. So <laughs> my house, if you work on electrical in my house, you just shut it all off. Right. Because there is no telling what's tied to right. what. And so... Um, so there's that. Um, we spent a ton of money there, which again, now an inspector. They may not have noticed that. Noticed all that, but right. they would have noticed, hey, this isn't quite right. I would have had an electrician come in and he right. would have been like, oh. But basically our kitchen, we kept throwing breakers mm-hmm. in our uh, GFIs and breakers in our kitchen. And I thought, well, this is weird. So I called my electrician. He came out, started teching stuff. And he's like, well, this one's the wrong pro- This plug, something's wrong here. He pulls it out and the wires were actually touching in the back of the box, sparking which was tripping that, which was tripping That's the breaker. exciting. I was like, hey, you almost burned our house down. <laughs> which then gave you us like the, fire. Yeah. Then the second question is, is, oh, if we do catch it on fire or Kendra's cooking, we don't have any smoke alarms. <laughs> There's a reason my house doesn't have smoke alarms. So we didn't Thank have any. so, so much. We, we had a bunch of those wired in. And then two years later, we kind of find out our septic tank is crushed because they put the wrong tank in. So we had to dig all that up on a whim so <laughs> brisk february morning yeah it's like well <laughs> guess what we're doing tonight go get the track hoe. all yeah. right so i think our first challenge for home ownership is i don't know if it's the first but the first one that we're going to talk about is home maintenance and repairs and yeah. our last show we talked about probably saving probably a minimum of 10 percent 
of your income to go back toward home repairs and home maintenance. I, 10% I think, of your payment. Oh, 10% of your payments. Yeah, I said it wrong. My bad. No, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think here's the thing. You may go months and months and months without having any issues at all. But it feels like you can bet on having an issue with your heater or your air conditioner the first hot or cold day of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, you're probably going to need to repaint. Eventually, you're probably going to need to re-roof. And even though you might have fantastic insurance, you probably still have a deductible. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to need to update and um, replace your your heating or air conditioner or your water heater or whatever the case stove, would be. Dishwasher, yes, all those things. Opener, all those things you changed in one weekend. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> things do happen. But I, I even things that are that are cheap and easy, so to speak, like replacing the water faucet. So my water faucet in my um, main bathroom at my little house was leaking and leaking and I couldn't get it to stop. And I finally was like, okay, it's time to find out if I can do it. And I, and I replaced it, even doing it on my own and just calling my, my daddy Bob and saying, daddy Bob, can I do this by myself? And then just in case I also asked that ace man, (laughs) poor little guy at ace, I'm going to do this by myself. Then I said, can I do this by myself? And he said I could, and he was right, but I'm never doing it again. But even that costs money. I mean, that's like, it's hard to find a cheap faucet. That also fit the desires I had for the decor of my house, right? Right. So, and I think I'm pretty simple. I mean, I didn't even get like the coolest one. We have a great selection. We have Aces and we have Star and we have Lock Supply and we have Tri-State Trust. All of these places, but they're still not a big, huge selection. No, but I think if I were to have gone to Lowe's and asked one of those guys if I could do it myself, he probably wouldn't have said, of course you can, and then winked and said, but if not, come back and I'll help you. (laughs) So I think that's, I mean, that's the beauty of our small town. So be prepared and just know that there are going to be, there's going to be a time that you're going to have something happen that is unexpected. So start saving immediately for those repairs and for those things. But then there's also, this is hard, there's also a challenge of finding a reliable contractor. Right. That can be super-duper stressful. So the good ones are generally booked out months and months and months. Yes. And so it's hard to find, um, it's not hard to find a good contractor. Right, they're there. It's hard to find an available good contractor. Yes, I'm glad you clarified that. Because as I was reading it, I thought, I don't really love this. And the the term reliable, I don't mean that people are not reliable and don't do what they say they're going to do. I mean, available is what I'm thinking. You're you're exactly right. Thank you for correcting me. Man, I can't believe I said that out loud and where it was recorded, <laughs> but I sure did. So again, but legit, I, available. The, that's the thing. That's yeah. the ticket. But maybe you don't even know who to call. And call us back. Call us back. We know. We hear all of the good stories. We all hear all of the horror stories. Yeah. And some of those horror stories are just miscommunication. So yes, absolutely. We will give you a heads up. Hey, heads yeah. up. You might call these people. And verify if that contractor is the one you need. And right. we'll have good and bads. So I also want to, I don't know. Do I want to say this now or later? I think I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Don't forget that just because we sold you your home, like, don't think we're done. Before, after, during. Forever. Before, during, and after. You're, that's what we want to do. So we have customers that we tease that, man, I love whenever we get to look at houses with them. We sold a few homes for them. And, and each time they say, that's it, we're never moving. And I'm like, I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> and I love them so much. And that's one of my favorite things is at this point, they know. They just message us both and say, who do I use for this? Who do I use for this? Who do you know for this? And we can share a couple of contacts and say, mm-hmm. we've had great 
great success with this person and this person. We want to do that. We want to help you. And if you're new to town, I, I want to tell you who I use for my hair. Don't judge her by today. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like we want to be that resource for you. So so call us, text us anytime and, and let us tell you um, who we know that does things that you need. All right. Financial responsibility. Talk about... <laughs> It kind of goes in the same thing. Same thing about saving money and maintenance. and It is, but it's different <clears throat> too. I want to make sure that buyers remember once you own your home, things are still going to change. So your mortgage payment, even if you have um, a non-adjustable rate for your interest, your payment can still change. Your your taxes might increase and your insurance is probably going to increase. It's going up. And, and you're going to have to be prepared for that. So last year I missed, I totally missed it. I thought that it had all worked out on my mortgage. And then I got a $1,200 bill saying, hey, you had some increases and you need to pay this or else we're going to have to increase your mortgage payment. Well, I didn't want my mortgage payment to increase. So I needed to send a chunk of money and, and take that take care of that to my escrow account so that it would all be simple. I, d I don't want a huge mortgage payment. And so I needed to take care of that. So we want you to just be aware. It's not your insurance company being a stinker. It's not the assessor being a stinker. It's just legit that things increase in value and things cost more than they did. And so we see those all the time. Taxes. I want to talk about taxes. Okay. When you really want to be careful, and, and this is probably a good question for your agent when you buy your home, if the person who, who you're purchasing from has owned their home for a really long time, the house might not yet have caught up to the correct assessed value. The assessor can only increase taxes so much every year, and it may not really have caught up. So if you've owned your home, if the last people owned their home for 20 years, mm -hmm. their taxes are probably really low, which is awesome for you at first. But next year, it's going to catch up. It's going to get you. And it's going to probably be based off your purchase price. It's roughly 1%, a little right. bit less than 1% of your purchase price in Woodward County. Yeah, and it's, it really affects you as the second year. Right. It's not the first year because you'll right. get to the first year and you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But then you go a whole entire year in a deficit because you're not putting enough money into your escrow account. So when they roll around to the December of the following year, so December of 24 now, buy a house this year, December 24, you'll get a bill. It's not going to pay it. Your escrow accounts aren't going to cover it. So in January, right. you get the bill for all of the 2024 deficit, and they're going to go ahead and try to take the 2025 deficit at the same time and change up your payment to consider that. So what's the solution? <laughs> I have the solution. Good. Because <laughs> I was going to make it really complicated. No, don't make it okay. complicated. Here's the solution. Open your mail. Like, okay, I'm talking to me. I really hate the mail. Mm -hmm. Open the mail. Your, the assessor sends us every year mm -hmm. an assessed value. Mm -hmm. And every year it says, we estimate that your taxes are going to be this much at the end mm -hmm. of the year. When we get that, we need to be sending that to our mortgage companies and saying, hey, heads up, I need to increase my escrows because it's going to cost this much and I want mm -hmm. to get ahead of it. Yep. Or if that doesn't work, then start saving that extra yep. so that you'll be ready. So at the end of the year, you can deposit that into your escrow account and thus not have that shortage and, and help your help your mortgage company to be prepared, right? Yes. Am I yes. saying this right? Yep. Same with the insurance. I, I should have been on top of that, and I, I thought I was. I just completely missed it. I knew that I had changed insurance companies, and I knew that I had a small difference, but I didn't take care of it in a timely fashion. So mm -hmm. then I had to pay 
the whole last year and the beginning of this year. That's what happened to me. And I should have just paid attention because I know the answers. So make sure that you keep in contact and make sure that you pay attention to what's happening. Then you can avoid some of those horrific yeah. bills that come in the mail. Oh, yuck. Yep. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma and Southwest Kansas. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 19 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or at 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma, or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. All right, what's next? <clears throat> um, property value fluctuations, that doesn't really um, help unless you're selling the home. So I think but I think that's important to talk about. Yes. Because it never fails that when you just find out that you are getting transferred and you have to move and your company is not going to, they're not going to buy you out. That's when you find out, oh my gosh, I'm upside down. That's when you find out. Yep. So that is a challenge of homeownership. So- I, I think this is the one where I'm legit. What's the solution? How do I keep on top of that? How do I know where my house is on the market? I can't just, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I can't just go online and look at RPR or homes.com or Zillow or any of those because they're all different and they may not have, they may not be realistic. Right. So how I, do I know? I think if you are, most people don't anticipate a move, but if you're anticipating a move in the next two or three years, we don't mind giving you a number every year. Just call right. us. We, we're pretty quick at it. We can update us. We have a spreadsheet system. We'll just update the spreadsheet. Right. Send it back to you. Like, hey, yeah. here's where we think your house hits this year. As long as nothing's changed from last year. Or they're like, hey, we put added a garage on. Okay, well, we'll modify Ooh, our numbers. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you what, what we think is worth now. Um, that way you're kind of heads up on that. So I think that's important. Um, we don't mind doing that for you. All right, next up, homeowner association restrictions can be a challenge for homeowners. So here, Woodward, not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's even almost silly to talk about. Yep. So we've got uh, Shady Creek, Shadow Creek, Wildwood. But here's why I want to talk about it. I think some buyers have a serious anxiety concern. And I know we're talking really more to owners right now. Mm -hmm. But if you're buying and you're panicked about homeowners associations, don't. Mm -hmm. Don't. They're, they're really, one, not a big deal in Woodward, I don't think. Nope. Like, like they're un they're not unreasonable in Woodward. They're not. Everybody has to paint your door yellow, which is too yeah. bad. But they're not. So yeah. I, I think don't panic about that. If you have concerns, we can get you the um, restrictions. Yep. You can read those in advance. Know what you're getting into. Once you move in, um, you should probably, you know, don't forget what those restrictions are. Right. But they're they're not a huge deal, and most of ours are not even vastly expensive. No. So I. Ashley and I looked at a condo in Wichita. I thought, man, this thing is cheap. Three bed, two bath, has a two-car parking spot, not attached to the house, but um, condo things you park. I thought, this is great. Um, so it was 80000 I thought, sweet, we can buy this. 
you know, a payment will be 600 a month. We're in good shape. The HOA fee was $265 a month. Are you serious? Which paid for Say all it the again. $265 a month. So her payment was 600 but the taxes, so the homeowner fee paid taxes, insurance, landscaping, full-time maintenance person that maintained the common grounds. Um, they had to insure the whole entire property roof. So it was just like a percentage of the insurance company. So there was a bunch of fees there now. So we didn't have to buy taxes and insurance into our one piece. Right. Um, actually, we paid our own taxes, but our own insurance. But then we had to go back and buy content insurance. Oh. Because it was like a condo. So they only insured right. the exterior of the structure. So if it flooded inside, I had to pay for that. It was the craziest. So that's why, that's, that's, that's the only fear I have about homeowners association is that kind of a deal. Sure. So, but on the other hand, she didn't have to pay, take care of nothing. Exactly. Took care of everything. And that's kind of the beauty, especially when we're comparing against having to be ready for those kinds yes. of maintenance issues. Yeah. So maybe that comes out in the wash. I mean, if you're talking about saving the $75, it comes out in the wash, doesn't yep. it? It was basically, except if the water heater quit, I had to fix it. So oh, this, well. this covered everything exterior on the property, roof, windows, maintenance, the pool, the clubhouse, the driveway, the, all that stuff. Right. So... Um, everybody complains about pool maintenance, so maybe that's a win-win. Oh, God. If you, if I don't you, complain yeah. about it because <clears throat> I don't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. real quick, I just want to remind everyone, if you're listening to us on the radio, would you please text me at 580-216-0090. Just text me radio so that we know that you are hanging out with us today. Yep. Um, and don't forget that you can listen or watch our podcast on um, any podcast platform, I think. And you can watch us on the and on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So it'd be really fun to know exactly where you are. You can text me. All right. Next up, mortgage rates and refinancing. The good thing about mortgage rates is once you generally right now, everything's a locked in rate. There are a few we're starting to see um, five-year arms that are an adjustable rate mortgage um, because they can get you in a few – one or two percent cheaper. Sure. So interest rates are running around seven percent, six mm-hmm. three quarter. So you might be able to get one at five percent, five and a half on a five year arm. So you can save a little bit of money, but there's no protection there that it doesn't go to twelve. We don't think it's going to. But if it went to twelve, you're screwed. If but it could go down. So I'm not super schooled in adjustable rate mortgages. I've not seen one really. Is that something, or does it just depend on the loan generally? Can you refinance on an adjustable mortgage? You keep saying a five-year. So at year three, if I see, oh, my gosh, yes, it's a miracle anytime. and the interest is at 3%, I can refinance and get a solid interest rate. Yes, that's right? what they're for. So there is some beauty in those, yep. but there is some great risk. Right. So, for example, um, I own a commercial piece of property. I had the debt on a line of credit, 300000 at four and a half, almost 5%, so let's say 5%. So my interest was $15,000 a year. Mm-hmm. It went to 9%, which now is $27,000 a year. Ouch. So, yeah, that, that's an adjustable rate. Now, that sure. one changed every quarter. Okay. Like every time interest went up, it went up every quarter. Every, bam, bam, bam. So commercial-wise, lots of people are in adjustable rate mortgages. Gotcha. Because it's harder to lock in a commercial note more than three to five years. We don't, we don't do as much commercial. No. So on housewise, you can buy that style. You can buy a home in that style of 
adjustable rate mortgage, which generally they are cheaper mm-hmm. than a, um, because they're flexible. They're based off the five-year yield instead of 30-year. But I'd say in our area, they're not very common. Well, they're, we are doing 100. They're trying to protect people so yeah. they don't do them right now. If they know, Good. hey, interest rates are definitely going down, well, then why lock in for 30 years sure. at seven when it's going to be five in a year? Let's go ahead and lock in. At right. This, yep. Gotcha. So okay, we don't see many of them. Next up. Um, oh, there was something that you said, and I've lost. What, oh, I do want to say this about mortgage rates and refinancing. We, we do see sometimes on in-house loans specifically that there will be a nice payment, low, low um, closing cost, which I love, but then there will be a balloon payment in five years, 10 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I remember sitting at a closing some years ago. It's been a long time. I didn't know the terms of their mortgage. I just knew their down payment. That's all I knew. And I knew their estimated closing cost. But when we got to closing, we sat down at that table. I will never forget the look on her face whenever they said, here's your payment, here's your interest, here's this, here's this. This is how much is going to be due in 10 years. And she goes, what? Full on panic. What that really meant was be prepared in nine and a half years to start working on refinancing. But the way that she heard it and and how most people would hear it is, oh, goodness gracious, I need to come up with $100,000 in 10 years and just pay off my house. And it's not what it means, mm-hmm. but be prepared and make sure you really understand the terms of your loan. Yep. So if you're getting close to that in your own loan, if you do know that you have a balloon, give us a shout. We'll help you find a lender um, and maybe we can get you into a secondary market loan that yep. you don't have that, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I wanted to hit that because I remember <clears throat> that was such a panic. Yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen that panic at closing before? <laughs> not a panic, but I've seen it before. Yes, we've seen it, but yeah. so, okay, good. Well, maybe that was just one of those cases she just didn't understand. Yeah. I thought, was it a surprise? Like, did they sneak it in? What happened? It was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Scared me to death. Um, selling challenges. We kind of talked about this a minute ago. We're going to really talk about this in a couple of weeks. Yep. Sometimes this selling challenge, this challenge of a sale, it's hard for me to know how to say that word right now because all I can hear is Richard Harris in my brain saying, sell, sell, sell. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's all messed up. Anyway, Richard should not be in my brain. Also, he's such a good real realtor. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. We're realtors. Okay. Selling challenges. I'll tell you what's really challenging in selling is when you're selling and buying at the same time. So we're going to talk about that in two or three weeks. So keep with us. Yep. We're going to hit that. We're going to hit it more detailed. So I'm not going to talk much about it right now. And next up. Yep. Why are you giving me the one? Because we got more? one minute. Do you want me to be quiet? Nope. <laughs> Natural disasters. Okay, hit it. That? I think that's a hard one. It's a hard one, but there's just things you just don't know are going to happen. Um, <clears throat> and it can really put you in a bind. But luckily in our small town, in our small country area, rural out here, man, just like when the tornado came through town, it was so impressive to see the community wrap around all of those people and just walk them through it and it help amazing. fund, move, build, tear down, whatever. I don't think really very many, there weren't very many people. It was a struggle. I'm going to say that. But there wasn't very many people yes. that didn't get taken care of. Right. Right. Because it was wow. Which is the beauty. I mean, we always talk about that we are small market real estate and I think that's why. Yeah. I think I think that our town is close-knit enough to be such a joy in situations like that. 
Like we do, we just close in and, and I don't know, yep. circle the wagons. That's exactly right. Right. So, so awesome. Yep. Anything else that I missed that you want to no, I think I think owning a home is a big deal. You should own your home. It gives you security and safety. Um, it is a financial uh, requirement, but it's a it's a joy to know that hey, I, I own this piece of the world. My family's secure. Mm -hmm. I'm secure. It's a challenge worth accepting. It is 100. Right? Yes. Do it. Challenge yep. accepted. Yep. All right. Thank you for joining us yep. today. It's the Brian and Ken Show. I'm Brian Cook. Five eight zero three three four two three zero three. And I am Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090, and we will see you later. Thanks.